Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Souk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. I didn't know hanging out with you was making me smarter. Full disclosure, Morty, it's not. Temporary superintelligence is just a side effect of the mega seeds dissolving in your rectal cavity. Oh, man. Yeah. And once those seeds wear off, you're going to lose most of your motor skills, and you're also going to lose a significant amount of brain functionality for 72 hours, Morty. Starting right about now. At the club, Club 1080, the hottest spot north of Milwaukee. Are we okay in there? You all right? I have no idea, honestly. Some, I'm trying to figure some, that out. Did you have some sort of spasm? I know we're all back from vacation. We're all what a little rusty. What did you rusty. do? See, I, that, that's the peculiar thing. I, I did nothing. Buck, this is like the NFL. Like, we want to give you the benefit of the doubt, but... There's we, nothing to prove that I didn't not do anything exactly. wrong? Exactly. Yeah. All we know is that, that something went down in there. What did you fire off? Was I, that like a, a post-game thing? See, I don't... There is an Oregon Ducks uh, basketball show coming up after us tonight, but yeah, it's it, coming up right now. But it shouldn't have been on right now. I looked at the clock. It's not like it was the top of the air hour when that thing fired. My hand wasn't even on a mouse. I was reading the update. I have no idea what happened. I just love when something goes on. This goes back to my days of Jason Swaggart. Because when, when I first got here, Swag was my producer, like, God, like 18 years ago, right? And my favorite part about Swag is when something goes wrong, there's a little window here, and we can look in. The, the producer's in a different uh, studio than us, but there's a window to it, so we can look at each other. But you can't talk to each other unless you hit a little button. So something would go wrong, right? And you would look in there, and all you would see from Swag was this, face. this look of confusion, and then he raises his hands. <laughs> he just gives you that like that sh- that shoulder shrug. You're like, ah. And, and then he's, like, staring around as if, like, when your car breaks down and you open up under your hood, as if you're going to know what's wrong. It's the most helpless feeling. Is that not? <laughs> the, hasn't every man in the world done that? And why? What do we do? As if you have zero, I have acquired zero mechanical knowledge when it comes to modern automobiles of my 44 years on the planet. But when something goes wrong with a car, you're like, hold on. Let me open up this hood here, and I bet my testosterone will just speak to me, and I'll instantly know what's wrong. You open up that hood, and you just stare at your steaming engine. You're like, huh? It's that. And I looked in there, Buck, and you had that expression. Yeah, that look where I'm like, I know something bad is happening, and I think if I keep staring at this thing a little bit longer, it might just come to me, but it doesn't. <laughs> I What is that? Like, what? I don't know. <laughs> it's, just, it's just that helpless feeling. When something is broken, you don't know what it is. 
But is it like you just feel insecure like as a man you should know well, and I think what al- to do? Also, the probably the addition of there being an audience where it's like, well, there are two other people here that are wondering what the hell that guy has going on in there. I, 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 we all do it. Yeah. Like we, we all do it. I'll, I'll have that like where, you know, the, the microwave stops working. And, you know, you do the I'm going to unplug it, plug it back in, and then I'm going to hit as many buttons as possible. And then eventually you just stare at it for a while and and hope and pray. It's the surrender cobra for electronics. Yes. You know, we have the surrender cobra for when your team's losing. It's like, oh, my gosh, what just happened? (laughs) There's an electronic version of that, and it's hands in the air and a face like, what do I do? It's the electronic surrender cobra. It is. I like that. And then you, you do have to turn usually to your spouse or significant other because they're looking to you. As if you have some sort of answer, and then you have to turn and be like, uh, "What I don't like, I, I, I don't know." What I don't like about electronics not working when it's my use is my wife will look at me like you know when your dog chews something up yeah. and breaks it because electronic stuff often expensive. Like if the washer or dryer is sure. not working and yeah. you're in there doing something and then it starts to like <laughs> as it's going through the dryer cycle and it turns out there's just like a quarter stuck in the turn thing and you have to take it apart and yeah. take the quarter whatever. Uh, and they look at you like. What did you do, man? <laughs> you, you give that. You give I didn't him, do anything. You give me the electronic or yeah, the surrender cobra. Not. Arms in the air. It wasn't me. I, I wasn't anywhere I near barely, it. Which barely is, touched it. Which is what Buck did. What was Buck's first response? I didn't touch anything. Yeah. My hand wasn't near the mouse. <laughs> I was reading my update. It wasn't me. Well, sometimes we do get the misfires over here where, oh, my, my hand slipped and I hit the wrong button. I honestly couldn't tell you where that even came from. Did so. you hear about my false start show? <laughs> what? Yes, I came in on a did. Thursday. Oh, you didn't have a show. And I started the show. And we overrode the, it's like, it, Buck was like, hey, there's like stuff inserted in here that shouldn't be inserted in here. So he wipes it out. Now that's supposed to be advertising before they go into a duck game. Yeah. So I start my show, and Rob has teased, Nimick is going to tell you yeah. Dante Moore's committing yeah. to, at the time, it was a different school. It was Michigan State. And I was going to say, no, not Michigan State, but watch out. There's another school involved. Da, 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 da. Anyway, so UCLA. I started the show, and it was like, let me tell you about Dante Moore. And so here's just, the long and the short of it with Dante Moore. <laughs> and it just forces me off the air <laughs> and immediately <laughs> goes to duck coverage. I was on the air for 40 seconds <laughs> and drove home. And it's like a 40-minute drive for me. Yeah, you didn't have a show. No, I saw you drive away in the parking lot, and I was wondering if you're going to be like, did you get fired like four seconds into your show? What just happened? Well, and neither me nor Nemec uh, realized that the Ducks were were following uh, prime to, or following the club hour that night. So one of the two of us absolutely should have known, and then we we're just like, no, we'll just go about our business. No, Swiss, I don't have a show this week either. I don't Swiss watch, boys. Monday. Swiss watch. I what? go back Mondays. Recruiting with Andrew Nemec is now Mondays. Oh, yeah, because basketball. Starting Monday basketball. basketball season. Yeah, basketball season. But we've had a series of we've tried to switch it or something's come up where there's been a shortened show on a Monday for a Seahawks game, a Thursday night Seahawks game, the Les Schwab Invitational. So I've had one show in two months. <laughs> and it's not like Mondays and Thursdays yeah. of every week have either been booked or it's like, hey, nobody else is in. Don't come in and do your show after no one's in the building. <laughs> I wish I was here to see the look on you two jackasses' faces when you realize that you didn't have a show. <laughs> I literally turned – my mic was turned off, and I go, what just happened? How long did it take you to figure out that, like, you weren't supposed to be here? Oh, it didn't take us very long. No. You, you... Well, the, the opening was, we're here for a duck basketball game, and I'm like, I'm gonna, oh, yeah. I'm going to go. Because <laughs> that is true, like – the, the Surrender Cobra for, for any sort of mechanical uh, break, but it, there's also that when you show up and you have the wrong date or the wrong time, that too is one of those moments where you, you 
like I at least with the, the the car being broke, you have in the back of your mind like, great, there's nothing I can do about it. But when you show up to something you're not supposed to, like you have the wrong date or and time, feel like an imbecile. Yeah, that's when you feel like an absolute rube of all rubes. There was when I was playing with the Buccaneers all those years ago. They cut me because they always cut me. Flew me home. So this was uh, this was Sunday. I, I got cut like after the game. They didn't need me. They were bringing in someone else. So they, I flew home uh, Sunday night. So I fly, you know, from Tampa. And by the way, there's no direct flight from Tampa to, to Portland. And they actually flew me to Seattle. They booked my ticket to Seattle. I'm like, I don't live in. They're like, you live in Washington. I'm like, yeah, I live three hours. So they got Oops. me. So they got me like a Horizon flight from Seattle to Portland. So I flew from like Tampa to St. Louis, uh, uh, to to Seattle, and Seattle to Portland. Right. So I land in Portland. After my wonderful like twelve hour thing, and there's a, a message waiting for me on my phone saying, "You've got a plane ticket back to Tampa Bay." Someone got hurt uh, in Monday's practice, and oh, no. we need you back. And I was like, "Oh, what the hell?" So I get on a plane and I fly <laughs> back to Tampa. So I land. I land in Tampa at like five thirty in the morning, right? And practice, I got to be at the facility at like seven. So I just take my stuff to the practice facility and, you know, there, there I go. So I'm, I'm dead tired. So I finish my day at practice, all that, go home, check into the hotel, get all that situated. And I fall asleep immediately. My hit hits the pedal and I don't set an alarm or anything. I literally just laid down and I was out. Well, I wake up and I look over at the clock and I see like nine 15 and I freak the F out. I, I've slept through. I'm like, I'm going to get cut. All I can think about is I slept all the night, and I got to be at the facility at 7, 7.30. It's like 9.15. So I literally grab what I can what I can grab, no shoes on or anything, and I go running downstairs. Like, I don't take the elevator. I run down the emergency you know, exit, run through the lobby. I am hauling ass. Dude, I, I have no shirt on. I'm trying to get dressed as I run out. Is it dark outside? And as I open, <laughs> as the front door opens, I realize that it is pitch black outside. Oh! And there I am in front of like a bunch of people in this nice like Marriott that they're putting up in. There I am, half naked, crazed madman, crazed madman, hair like yours, big full beard, probably look like I'm on meth. And I realize that I had been asleep for like a grand total of two hours. Football, and, football, and, it was football. <laughs> Concussions are real, honey. And then I just sat there (laughs) and I was like, "Uh," in front of everyone, like, I did that. I'm, I'm dumb. I'm I'm dumb. We've all been there. Yeah. Those moments where you, that's the surrender Cobra moment. Hands on top. What I didn't want to say is in this last two months, I've actually done it twice. Just once I wasn't on the air. (laughs) I came into the building and somebody was like, dude, Seahawks. I'm like, ah, (laughs) I want to just left. I want to get a calendar or something. You know? About two months ago, I took my kid to a doctor's appointment, and uh, and it was an early one. And I, I'm like, I, I'm thinking in my head, I can't, I don't understand why we booked this doctor's appointment this early. And we walk into the building with my kid, and their lady's like, "Well, you do have an appointment today, but it's it's not for another two and a half hours." Mm. I was there at seven twenty a.m. bright and early, and it was like a nine thirty doctor's appointment. In my head, it was 7.30. I cannot tell you why. And I get a call from my wife. She's like, hey, where are you guys? I'm like, I took the kid to the doctor. She's like, why? It's not for another two hours. I'm like, I know that now. Go to Sherry's. Surrender, Go, go get breakfast. Yeah. Someone's saying that uh, Danny and Russ showed up the day after Christmas to do a show. Just oh. like this, just this <laughs> last one. And Danny lives like an hour away. Danny lives like in Newburgh. Yeah, he does. 
they showed up, him and Rustin, and, and they called Dusty, and they're like, hey, where are you, Dusty? He's like, hey, jackass. It's the day after Christmas. <laughs> I'm a show. And they're like, oh. Because, yeah, Christmas was Sunday, right? Wasn't Christmas Sunday this year? I it, it's think been a that's long, right. It's been a really, really rough couple weeks. So yeah. I don't know. I was on a lot of drugs in Mexico, so I can't comment on I, that. I wasn't on that. I had a great time, though. That's wonderful. Uh, all right. When we come back, uh, sex parties. NCAA sanctioned sex parties. <laughs> when we come back. Club 1080 here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. By the way, our roving reporters are in. The greatest story that we did last year, hands down, was the two politicians in Woodburn that both went to the old Long John Silver slash photo mat uh, massage parlor and apparently didn't know that it was that kind of massage parlor, even though they both went in like the middle of the night and it was cash only. And they both received um, services. And it was only after receiving said services that they were like, oh, my goodness. Oh, so it was that type of place. Well, now that you say so, I guess I get it. Yeah. The one guy said that he he allowed uh, himself to be or there was mutual touching for about 10 minutes. Then he was like, I can't do this. And then he reported it to, you know, his wife and the proper authorities. It's my favorite story of the year, hands down. Well, we are we are hearing reports now from the good people out in Woodburn that the massage parlor slash Long John Silver slash photo mat with the drive through is reopening. Very exciting. And we cannot make this up. There is a sign out in front that says soft opening. Bravo! Oh, wow. Bravo! Beautiful. Bravo! 
Bravo Massage. And by the way, if you want to know the name of it, it just says Massage. We looked it up. There was no name to the business. It just really? it just said Massage. There's no indication anywhere oh, in the they're building. they're not looking for reviews online. Other, no, other than a big... There was like a one of those big uh, like like banners that you just stick into the ground, and it just said massage. Unbelievable. And I think we all know what happens when you stumble across a photo mat that just says massage with a boarded up drive through window. You know what kind of massage is going on, unless you're a Woodburn politician. But whoever had the sense to put up the new sign that said soft opening at said massage parlor, God, I hope that's intentional. I really do. Actually, I hope not. I, I hope it's like maybe a language bear and they don't realize it. And it just adds to the uh, the allure of said I mean, it's, place. It's absolutely perfect. It is. It is perfect. My mom has this. My my mom is, is Swedish. And she has, a, uh, she has a bit of an accent. And she can't say certain sounds. And she's old, so she mispronounces everything. And it's amazing. So, like, we... When we got back from Mexico, we, we spent Christmas away from our, our family. So we got together. We went over to my mom's house, and we brought some Chinese food, and then we just opened our presents to each other just the other day. And we got a, we got a chow fun was one of the, the dishes, a big, broad noodle. Okay, yeah. And <laughs> my mother proceeded to call it chow dong <laughs> oh no and it was amazing yeah that's good it was absolutely amazing and then when someone informed her why we were laughing so much she, she then proceeded to say i'm i'm sorry then she called it chow dung oh. so she she went from chow dong to chow f- to yeah to chow dung and she does this with pretty much anything and she and the way she mispronounces things it's the most adorable thing in the world and I could see my mom, like being in charge of something like that, and, and putting up a, a banner that said "soft opening" out in front of out in front of the uh, Woodburn Asian Massage Parlor. But if you are looking, apparently, um, yeah, apparently they're uh, they're open for business in Woodburn. But if you are a politician, please stay away from there. Now, if you were in Louisiana, where would you go for these type of? <laughs> <laughs> apparently, you go to LSU. Look, I'm surprised you weren't all over this story. Dude, I've been it's been a rough you, you've been a rough go. It's been a rough couple. Been a rough go. Well you've been you've been using a lot of Pantene Pro V and you've been brushing your hair. You don't get hair like that with a lot without a lot of uh, care. You're dealing with some serious Dude, hair I, trauma. I have like twenty dollar shampoo <laughs> and I never thought I would be that guy. Yeah. But- you have you have a whole do you have a whole hair like system that you that you have? Uh, no, I, I've tried like multiple conditioners though, and mo- I mean here's the other thing, you can laugh. Part of this though, really truly, and and initially, I was I wanted to grow my hair out anyway, but the product stuff comes from my daughter is is half black, she's mixed, yeah. and there's stuff that dries out her hair. It, it is the texture of black hair, but it dries out really easily. And if my hair dries out from a new product, her hair's really in trouble. Her hair, when she was like two, started falling out. Because it, it, even though we were putting black product in it, that wasn't right. Yeah. African-American white, hair is a whole, it's a whole, it's a whole other thing. thing. And people don't realize that yeah, it's, if you've never it's dealt a whole with it, cultural, it's a whole cultural thing. thing. And then there's white product, and that didn't work either. So we had to find the right balance of mixed chicks is a whole brand. You have to find the right balance. And if you put the wrong thing in, their hair, your hair could fall out. I mean, it's that serious. Is that what happened to me? So no, was I using the wrong You're, product? <laughs> you you need mixed chicks, and you'd have this giant, this giant hair. So anyway, I would try stuff on my hair, and if it didn't dry my hair out, then it 
was okay to try on her because her hair was falling out when she was two. She was almost like bald, like her hair fell out. Yeah. So now she has this beautiful, beautiful hair, and it's it's wonderful. And we have the right products. And in the, over the course of trying out different products, I found something that makes my hair Pantene Pro V perfect. <laughs> and so now I have my hair regimen. But it is luscious. It, it actually began from putting different products in my hair because my daughter's hair is fine. Mm. You're a fancy lad. A little bit. A little bit. I'm a Niner fan. I have one bar. That's fancy. I have one bar of soap. That's I just. That's all I have. Yeah, I remember the days of just like, oh, no shampoo, dove bar of soap in my hair. I do use. That would split my ends. Let me tell you. I do have nice soap, though. I have like, I do like a goat milk, like natural soap, like a natural botanical sort of thing. I have like, and it's like a big brick. It is. It is like the size it is like the most manly like bar of soap you could have, but it, it smells nice. So I guess it's maybe not the most manly, but yeah, it's just it, it is like washing yourself with the side, like with a with a, a building brick. I really and don't, I use that thing on everything. I really don't like that just because I have hair, you call me a fancy lad. Because of the two of us, when it comes to bathroom regimen, you are far more fancy lad than I am. You have you have a fancy bar of soap. I do, have and a you fancy also bar of got soap. you paid money to have a bidet. Yes. Put into your upstairs bathroom. It's the best thing I've ever done. Right. I hear that. And Hands yet when down. we come down to being a fancy lad in the restroom, you had a custom bidet put into your bathroom. I just use the bathroom like a normal American. Well, that's because you're living in the dark ages. You don't use a cloth that you rewash for wipes, do you? Oh, no, bidet, you don't need that. I don't do anything. You I go completely... Can you believe people do that? Whoa, the cloth? Yeah. And no. then wash them. No. What in the world? Anyone that does that is a psychopath. I yeah. honestly think that would be a deal breaker. Like when you're dating oh, someone, no if I found out that someone, it'd be the same thing with like cloth diapers. Buck, your wife isn't like a cloth diapers gal, is she? No, thank God. Because like that to me, I, I'm, I'm not on board with that. Let me just say for the record that once, once doo-doo enters a piece of clothing, that clothing is gone. That is in the trash. If... Now there's a difference between it, like a, like a, like an oops, but if there is an actual bathroom incident that occurs, whatever you're wearing, that does that's gone, that is over and done with, and it is in the trash. Can you imagine going on a like you go on a date, and you finally go home with a girl, and maybe you just had Thai food or something, and you go into her bathroom and she has those cloths, yeah, and then there's and they're, like there's they're like not a, like just pure white clean, no, after that. They and they probably like, have like yes. You would would you go to the bathroom and then leave or just leave and just go somewhere leave. else? I think that'd be it. I'd be like, look, I've got an issue and I'm gonna need to deal with it. And your bathroom is not gonna provide me the sort of security that I need. And also I'm ghosting forever. Yes. And I know that's rude, but wipe your butt with paper like a normal human being. Well and, and then you, you there's like there's some sort of bucket that you put it into. What? Yeah. Like well, what are you gonna do with it? Like you You, you don't flush it, that's you don't for sure. Flush it, so there's some sort of receptacle. Oh, this... it would have to smell oh my Yes. God. There are places. So then, do you have like a, a little kid's diaper pail in there that you put put them in or something? For like your grown up. Well, you wipes. have to imagine you're trying Gross. to do something to to get rid of the smell if that's how you're going about it. There are places that oh, if you if terrible. you travel around enough and you go to some of the the maybe underdeveloped countries, you will you will stumble across places that say do not flush toilet paper. They're like the uh, a lot of places in like Southeast Asia have this where they want you. To they'll they'll have like a like a, a spray and wash like you know that kitchen hose that you have like the, you you take your yeah, old yeah, your yeah, old yeah, kitchen yeah, hose yeah, yeah. there'll be one of those attached to the toilet that is and disgusting. then they want you to uh, they spray want you to shake yeah they want you to, to power wash everything and then. <laughs> 
take your toilet paper. They do have toilet paper there, but they there's a big sign that says "Do not throw in the toilet." They want you to throw in the trash can. But what Americans don't realize is, so Americans will wipe and then wash. And they're like, no, you wash. You power wash everything. So then you're just kind of. Just wiping away the moisture. You're wiping the away stuff. the moisture. But every now and then you will go into a bathroom and some disgruntled bastard will have done his business and then thrown away the toilet paper in Ugh. the receptacle. And you're like, oh, my God. It's like they, they, they need to make it, it clear. It's. You wash then wipe. Yeah, there are some places that even with like toilet paper, you can't handle it. And they, that they, was they, your dinner segment of yeah. Club Hour. Well, we were going to talk about uh, recruiting sex parties, but we'll talk about that on the other side. Yeah, because let's let's pivot to sex, can we? If you are going to have a recruiting sex party, there is no better place to have it than uh, LSU. Although you know Louisville might beg to differ. And I want to ask you in, in the world of recruiting. <laughs> oh, I don't I don't know if I can get into this. <laughs> <laughs> How often this occurs? Because I find this fascinating. And this didn't happen when I was being recruited. BYU screwed me over on this one. Clefton Eddie, when we come back, here is Buck with SportsCenter. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, now this is pseudo sports, but not really because it's a lot of rumor and uh, speculation, but I love rumor and speculation when it comes to this sort of stuff. 
And there's enough tea to this. There's actually articles being written about it, and people are resigning. They're commenting on it. They're commenting yeah. on it. And if you don't know, so LSU was playing in the Cheez It Bowl, which, you know, whatever. By the way, they thumped who I forget who they were playing. Uh, they beat them like 49 to 3. They kicked the hell out of whoever they were playing in the Cheez It Bowl. And I hate Brian Kelly. I think Brian Kelly's Purdue. About, 63 to 7. 63 to 7. Yeah, they're about Purdue, as. Yeah. Purdue. Uh, Brian Kelly's about as big of a douche as there is in college football, but whatever. He's a good coach, and LSU will be fine. Well, they have um, one of their better players is uh, what uh, Kayshawn Booty. Um, perfect name. Perfect name. And, you know, he's a guy that uh, supremely talented. A lot of people thought maybe one of the best receivers in college football this year, but he's he's had some off-field problems, and, you know, he's uh, a bit of a, of a head case. Bit of a letdown this year. Bit of a letdown this yeah. year, and he announced that he was coming back to LSU, and then he would be playing in the Cheez-It Bowl. And then right before the Cheez-It Bowl, he was he, he changed his mind. He said he declared for the, the NFL. He gone. He gone. And then someone asked Brian Kelly about it, and Brian Kelly said that he could not discuss why Booty was not available. And people were like, well, why couldn't you just say that he entered the NFL? And he was like, well, I, I can't talk about it. See, he, he screwed up. Big yeah. Time, but whatever. Yeah. So... <laughs> And now it's it, it started to get out there that that Booty was asked to leave. He was what? He was asked. Oh, okay, there is a K. I was just making sure to leave. Good. And declare for the NFL draft or go somewhere else. And people were like, "Well, why why would that happen?" Well, there's a wonderful thing going around that apparently during the uh, the SEC title game, allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, I want no part of this. That during the SEC title game. <laughs> That their wide receiver coach, two of their uh, recruiting coaches, their head of on-campus recruiting, who happens to be a female, uh, who, by the way, has since uh, resigned her post and has gone dark on social media. She's locked all of her accounts. something happened. And Mr. Booty were apparently engaged in an LSU sex party. And that is the reason why he is uh, no longer a member of the LSU Tigers. (sighs) And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, like staff members? Like, receiver coaches? Receivers? Recruiting coordinators? And this gives a whole new meaning to on-campus recruiting coordinator. You ran what the that- hell is going on at LSU? Son, you ran that stick route long- <laughs> wrong. Let me show you how it's done. But you think about This is it. how you run a stick. Well... We know that this went on at Louisville, right? Louisville had this happening under oh. under Rick Pitino. Apparently, it's going on down at LSU. And so, recruiting man, I gotta ask: Is this like par for the course? Is this in, in this new era of NIL and everyone's like, you know, you have to find a recruiting edge? Are orgies the next the next evolution in uh, in recruiting? And by the way, I, who I, wants to have an orgy with your coach? I want no part of this at all. <laughs> I want none of it. I can't. Maybe coaches today are different than when I played, but my offensive line coach, Roger French, I can't think of anything more terrifying than seeing Roger French naked, let alone Roger French naked involved in sexual activities, let alone naked involved in sexual activities involving me. And another coach. <laughs> what is happening? In the middle. <laughs> I don't. I, again, I want no part of this. I, I'm out. I'm I out. need details, <laughs> and out. I need them now. I'm so you out. You know things. I want you no part know of this. Things. There's, there's, you know things. There's no amount. You know. That you could get me to make many comments on this. You know Here, things. Here's what I'll say. There are programs in this country who have <laughs> recruiting coordinators who watch a lot of film. 
And you also have programs who have some on-campus recruiting coordinators who have been in a lot of films. <laughs> and I, I think you can find the difference looking at the pictures of the recruiting staffs. But with your coach? What? With your coach? You, you can't involve the now coach. coaches. Coaches will go to the strip clubs with kids. Will they? Well, that think- ha- that's what happened at Louisville. Yeah, I mean that. Do you think that's the, out? There. Do you think the coach's coach wall? You know, he's like, you think the coach is giving pointers? You think he's stopping in the middle to? This is why I coach. wanted you to do yoga in the off season. Do you see this? If you do fall like this on the field, you'll pull a groin. She is she is doing splendidly. I'm just, just trying to picture a coach. Well, this Rick, is Rick Patino had a very specific criteria for the type of uh, ladies that he wanted at, uh, yes. at Louisville yes. that, that cannot be repeated. I think this was um, more prominent before. It's not as it's not as much anymore. We're a little more. Uh, I don't. Th- these things get out a little bit more now. I don't think so. <laughs> you I'll, know, I'm out. You know, I'm just. That's all. Look I'm, at you. I gave you a pretty your, good little one liner about watching. Smile. You know, about watching film you know. versus being in films. <laughs> I gave you a lot to work with there. That's as much as you get. Listen, there are recruiting coordinators or on-campus recruiting people who are women who are like 22 years old who are the average person would consider an absolute smoke show. Man. And, that, and I don't think they bring a lot of football acumen to the table. I'm so disappointed. In my, me? My recruiting trips suck. Oh, I thought you wanted more. I, I can't. I'm not going there. I don't know of a specific time exactly. I think I think you know. I don't. I think you know. I want no part of this. I think you know things. I don't want to talk about. Yeah, that. yeah. You don't want to, but you know, you know what's going down. They do it differently in the SEC. It just matters more. I mean, everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> I I want no part of this. I'm out. Now all I'm picturing is remember that weird video of Brian Kelly when he was dancing and he was doing that weird John Travolta eye thing. Dude, it was, yeah, and then he was kind of doing the guns at one point too. That kid yeah. committed somewhere else. Did he? Yes. All I know How is incredible. Like, is I picture Brian Kelly just in the corner while the weird orgy's going on and doing that dance. <laughs> He's the weird guy watching in the corner. <laughs> but like it happening in that same locker room with like all the neon lights. And he does the two fingers across the eyes like he's like on a spinning platform like Here's he was the, in that gym. Can I say one thing real quick? If you're a college football coach, and I know this is outside the realm. You have to have your head on a swivel and be prepared. Like, if you know this dude's not going to be eligible to play in the game because of a sex orgy, don't fumble the question <laughs> that hard. Because he basically answered it in a way that was like, don't look over yeah, here, don't mess around, I, I don't know what to, um, um. Just say his status is up in the air pending his possible entry into the NFL draft. Done. And no one questions it. But when you're like, don't ask our recruiting women slash wide receiver coach what happened. Uh, there's no pregnancy that we can prove. I mean, just what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to hear their coach yell at them when they're trying to have sex to keep those feet moving and to drive those hips? You got to drive the hip. You got to finish. See, you got to finish through the drill. Do you think a coach recruits oily <laughs> hips from his players based on that? I just think of all the awkward things. That's where the phrase came from, Andrew. Oh, God, I thought it was a football thing. I just think of all the awkward things that my O-line coaches have said to me over the years. You got to use your hands more. You got to get your hips involved. I need you to get lower. It's about leverage. Didn't I he... need good thrust. 
And I'm glad the text line brought this up, too, because all this was conjuring up for me is the scene from He Got Game where Jesus yes. Shuttlesworth shows up at Big Tech where, yes. Rick, where Rick Fox is uh, leading him around. And, and the- I saw that when I was in high school, and I'm like, why didn't I? No one recruited me to Big Tech. That's the thing is you I was. BYU. You I was You were lucky if you got caffeine, bro. I was available was for this. a bad t- choice. I know. Here's a Sprite. It's ridiculous. Here's, here's your A&W root beer float. How about that's a fresca? You, that's where you fell in love with those root beer floats. There's no caffeine in, in root beer. Look, we all make dumb decisions when we're 18. We want to look at of all, BYU. Of all the places. I don't. I can't believe you. I was, I was ready for big tech, and instead I got BYU. Instead I got family home evening. What shocked me is you told me this story, and I was like, okay, it's the rumor mill. It's on Twitter. You can like just look up LSU recruiting staff and... The woman involved yeah. just comes like pictures of her just come up with her name. Yeah. It talks about the receiver coach. Like oh, yeah. it's established enough it's that going around. there are real actual <laughs> articles from semi reputable. I won't call them fully. It's not like the New York Times is delving into this thing, but there are real websites writing hey. about the rumor. Hey. Like it's fully fleshed out. Hey. Yes, I... I said fleshed out on purpose <laughs> uh, of exactly who was involved in this hey. alleged orgy. Hey, look, it takes a lot to win a cheese it bowl. All right. The the wide receiver group that orgies they together wins the cheese it bowl together. I don't want to live in a world where you can't have orgies and then win a cheese it bowl. Who's the coach? Nah, no. <laughs> Ed Ogeron, by the way. That's who the coach. <laughs> the answer is Ed Ogeron. A hundred percent. Dude, he uh he had a great time as head coach. Didn't win a ton of games had at a some great of his stops. Won a national championship. Brought a lot of women to practice. Ed Ogeron. All right, we come back, the big fella puts a bow on it. Club 1080 here on The Fan. Kind of broad at the shoulder and narrow at the hip. I have not talked to this man uh, since the Christmas time has passed. What's going on, big fella? Look, my brother leaves, goes to Mexico. I don't know where he is. I don't know if he's okay. I get a picture of a big fish, and then I don't know if he's even back until today. Now I know you're back. I can rest easy that you're safe. I am back. No one was trafficked. I can assure you of that. And can I just say this right now? Can I just throw this out there? Sure. I'm calling. I'm calling Bull Shark on Rop stuck in Kansas. He planned this. There's no way. There's oh, I just happened to be stuck. He's squeezing out an extra day, and you can't tell me otherwise. It is. Uh, it is not the first time. And I. This is. This is my my working theory on this. Is most people. When you're coming back from vacation, if you have to work on Monday, most people will come back like on a Saturday, right? You come back Saturday and you got Sunday to kind of regroup, or maybe you come back Sunday, right? Sunday morning. But Rob likes to do the fly in the morning, like like a Monday morning sort of thing. Or you know, he's he's one of those, and then it's like, oh, I rented airline problems. I'm. This is not the first time that um, travel delays have gotten the best of him. Yeah, trust me, at 3 o'clock when I turned the radio on, I was not surprised in the least that Isaac Roth was not on the show. <laughs> yes, apparently he is. Uh, he was stuck in Salina, had to road trip to Kansas City, and uh, I think he. The, the last report I got was potentially a 6.15 flight coming our way to PDX. So we will Listen see tomorrow if he, if he arrives. If you Dwight Schrute his house right now, he's at home, guaranteed. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. He's at home. Now, the other, my other point of contention today, if, if you don't mind me airing the grievances. <laughs> Go here, for it. Is what an atrocious anti-root beer float take by Nemec. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had no idea where you were going. 
<laughs> I almost drove off the road. I was so upset at that. That's just look. You don't have to like root beer float, but uh, it's a point zero seven percent chance that I'll have a. They're delicious. Thank you. Okay, and They're by the way, again, and it's ridiculous that you don't like them. Oh, out of a hundred times that you have dessert in your life, whether that's a cookie, whether that's candy, whether that's whatever, I bet less than one percent is a root beer float, and that was all I was saying. No. Yes, no, I bet it is. I think you're wrong. I no, think you have dessert more than a hundred times, and out of that hundred times, you may have a root beer float once, maybe. Listen, point I, seven. I am a vanilla. I, my brother will attest to this. I'm a vanilla ice cream guy. If yes. you if you laid out a buffet of of ice of any kind of dessert, chances are I'm going to scoop of vanilla ice cream most of the time. It's my favorite dessert. I love it. At that point, I'm halfway home. Chances are I have root beer at my house at any given moment. And when you do that, do the math. I'm having root beer floats way more than you think I am, and they're delicious. When was your last root beer fantastic. float? When was your last root beer float? Uh, I'm going to say Thanksgiving time. God dang it. Okay. That's more recent than <laughs> yes. I thought. Yes. It is a delicious treat. It's Nemec, here's why. We had Thanksgiving. We had, we had the apple pie and the ice cream, so I had the vanilla ice cream. Okay, there's two desserts. Like a week <laughs> Like a week after Thanksgiving, my wife comes home from the store with some A&W root beer. Um, again, do the math. It's it's right there. Next thing you know, I'm having a root beer float, and I couldn't be happier. You know, I, just, I think we should all be grown-ups. Root beer floats are pedantic. They come straight out of the 1950s. We have real delicious oh, look, desserts now, and we don't need this look hogwash. At, look, at Nemec, look at Nemec in his ponytail. Killing people and having bananas foster for dessert at his house. What? Just, just pour yourself a root beer float and be a common man. Be yeah, one of the common them, man. You know what? The ponytail thing doesn't bother me a ton. The bananas foster thing. How dare you think I'm a bananas foster kind of guy? Them's fighting words. Well, what? What am I supposed to? What conclusion am I supposed to draw with this egregious root beer float? Did Did I eat delicious Papa Hayden's level desserts like a grown up? What is? I I don't under. I I get not being like thinking that the root beer float is like your favorite, but the attack on the root beer it's a weird thing to be against. Okay, what's the best kind of soda? They were threatening castration. Jay, am I wrong? <laughs> well, this is like like it, it, I'm not saying that a grilled cheese is the best sandwich by any stretch. No, either am I. Just hold on. There's nothing wrong. No, this is important. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying. This is like saying like 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 a grilled cheese. Like it, 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 no one would say a grilled cheese for the most part is the best sandwich, right? That's a silly right. argument. But to think that the grilled cheese doesn't have a solid place in your rotation, it's not your. It's not one of your top two starters. But it's not in the bullpen. It's in the rotation. And that's what a root beer float is. Sure, it may not be the crown jewel of desserts, but the but the root beer float is the grilled cheese sandwich. It's a hard worker. It's it's Steve Traxel. It's eating innings. And it's a valuable part of any championship team. I guess I guess Thank my you. thing is I don't I don't have dessert every night. So if I'm gonna have dessert, why would I waste it on a top fifty dessert when waste? I could stay in the wheelhouse and it's, a top 10 dessert pretty regular it's not a waste yeah, it's a fun experience yes what are you talking i would so what if i baked fresh brownies and we had vanilla bean ice cream wouldn't that be more delicious that'd be a lovely experience okay i don't need a root beer float then i don't need this oh my god you're like your 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 argument is because one thing is delicious well, it's like i don't need yes. a gyro because no, i like pizza but it doesn't mean i don't want a gyro sometimes that's the real thing is right. i don't 
have dessert that often. So if I'm going to have dessert and spoil myself, I'm not going to have a root beer float. Again, what's the best kind of soda? I'd argue root beer is not in the top five. That would be my argument. What's the best kind of ice cream? I would argue, despite what your brother says, that vanilla ice cream is nowhere near the best ice cream. So you're mixing a uh, suboptimal... Every other flavor is based on, so thank you. It well, is chocolate's best. not based on vanilla. Actually, it, it is. Some of it. It's 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 ice cream mixed in with. Okay, no, <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> Vanilla ice cream is not based the base for every kind of ice cream. It, it kind of is. It's, it's like of, uh, no, it's like is. a blank canvas. Just because yeah. it's a blank canvas does not mean it's the basis or foundation for on which other flavors other you can take. Vanilla ice cream mixed oh, in chocolate sweet. syrup, and you have chocolate <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> oh my sweet Jesus! Look, I think I think we can draw one conclusion to this, right? I, it really all the math. All I just the know science, the text line knows I'm to, right. It comes down to one thing, and that is that Nemec killed those poor people in Idaho. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. He, he is a serial killer. This is a serial killer-esque take right here. It this, does, is, ah. this, is, this is this kind of lunacy that we're dealing well, with. Well, it's he's dealing in absolutes, and you never want to deal in absolutes. And this, and this Suk. Is, it's just it's you, you, you never can't. want to deal you're the king of dealing in absolutes no there is a place and a time and a season for everything and so on a nice warm summer day maybe after a day at the lake and you're driving home and you stop off and get a couple root beer floats with for your family you're telling me that that isn't a cool easy breeze of any town usa i don't know what like that's a perfect end to a great summer day is a root beer float it is a blizzard You can't help some people, Big Sue. You yeah. can't help a them. fudge sickle. What? Get a joke. Out. That was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> I just I hey, thought somebody would take the pain. Had to do. It. Yeah, there's that Nemix over there with his Astro Pop. Come on. Now I will say that if if you wanted to throw a twist in it, I, I will offer you this because I love the root beer float. But given the opportunity, I will go orange cream yes, float sir. over a root beer float. That's what I'm talking about. Every time. You just downgraded yeah. your own dessert, which is part of my point. And root beer float is cream. nowhere near what you would order given the choice of anything. In fact, it's not even the soda ice cream combo. Like I said, root beer is like not even in the top five Mimic. sodas. This was my point to begin with. You just agreed with me at the end. I appreciate it. This, was been a, this has been a phenomenal show. Thank you for being on. To your brother, appreciate <laughs> you. Have a great <laughs> Love you guys. All right, big fella. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. I am not a serial killer. Yeah, alleged. Alleged. There's a rumor that there may be accomplices up there in Idaho. All right, that'll do it for us. Nemec, appreciate you sitting in. Of course. Buck, good to see you again. Always. And uh, we should be back. Fingers crossed. The back with the uh, crew tomorrow. You, me, Rob, all of us listening to primetime here on 1080 The Fan. Red ships of Spain. Red ships of You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 